Welcome to the Dallas Space Innovators Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Louder. Innovation comes in so many forms in so many different ways. We believe this entire Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex is covered with people innovating. We designed this podcast to highlight the innovative things those business leaders, entrepreneurs, creators, problem solvers, the real innovators are doing day in, day out. As always, this show is brought to you by my company, Louderco. We find companies' profits through artificial intelligence and better operations. Like when we helped a massive Fortune 500 company build out their AI strategy to create breakthrough new food and beverage categories. Or when we redesigned the operations of a $100 million services company to add $10 million in net profit to their bottom line. To learn more about us, head to our website, louderco.com. Be sure to download free guides and presentations like our Intro to Artificial Intelligence presentation, or see if your company's even ready for AI through our AI readiness assessment tool. We're about to get the show started. If you like what you hear, it would mean a lot to us if you subscribed and left us a review. And now, enjoy our guests and enjoy the show. Thank you all for joining in to listen to this episode. You know that feeling when technology just doesn't work like it should? Well, we're not immune to that here at Louderco either. We ran into some issues downloading our recording from the cloud, so you may notice a less natural recording on this episode. The content is still golden, thankfully, so I know you'll enjoy it nonetheless. Thank you for your patience and on to our show. This is our first episode of the new year, 2022, and I couldn't think of a better guest to have for this episode than Jonathan King. Jonathan is a system and soul executive coach. So we're gonna talk a lot about that today because I really am a firm believer in it and I truly believe it can change your business for the better. Jonathan was previously the COO of the home furnishing store, BT Furnishings, where he played a huge role in the growth and culture of that company. He's worked for other great businesses like Stryker and Google, and even spent nine years in the Navy in their nuclear programs. Welcome to the show, Jonathan. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks for having me. Good to be here. My pleasure, man. I'm glad you're, you're here being a part of the show. You know, Jonathan, would you like to kick things off? Just give it a chance for our guests to give themselves, uh, tell us your own bio in your own words, you know, a good one to two minute bio. Uh, All right. So yeah. I'll turn it to you. Okay. So um, you mentioned I was in the Navy in the nuclear program. That's where I kind of started my, my professional journey and spent a solid nine years there and got a lot of opportunity to understand what really great process looked like. I don't think I, I appreciated it at the time, but definitely looking back, it, it played a big role in my future career and what, what those opportunities looked like. And as I exited the Navy, I got into operations and supply chain in a variety of different companies. Uh, was in the 3PL world and got to see the inside of some of the best companies in the world. And also along the way, got tapped on the shoulder as Mr. Fix-It. So everywhere in the business, there were broken departments, divisions, business units. I was the one that was selected to go in and try and get those turned around and did a a decent job of that because they kept tapping me on the shoulder or else no one else wanted to do it. One of the two, I don't know which one it was. 
and then uh, figured out that there was an opportunity for that in the business world outside of outside of being inside of a corporation. And so in 2017, I launched Lean Leaders, focused on process improvement, operations, leadership, and helping businesses with, with process and problems that exist in their organization. And like you said, I ended up with BT Furnishings in a CEO role and got some really great experience there. And then in the last six months, I've transitioned away from there and came across System & Soul, very powerful business framework, helps business owners and their leadership teams really address the, the structure of their business and the soul of their business with, with people, culture, and purpose and values. And, and that's, that's what I'm really excited about helping business owners with. So Jonathan, how long have we known each other? And do you remember how we met? I think we met at a Starbucks over in Flower Mound several years ago, man. It's probably been at least four years now. Yeah, I know it's been some time, and I truly believe it when I say you know, meeting you has changed the trajectory of my life and of Louderco's. So thank you. Really appreciate our, our partnership and, and what we've been able to do together, and uh, definitely a big, big believer in Louderco and the innovation that Louderco brings to, to operations and, and process improvement, helping companies solve problems. Can you explain what System and Soul is to give some context to listeners who may not be completely familiar with all the amazing work you're doing there? Yeah, so System and Soul is a business framework and it addresses six foundational elements that every business needs to be to be successful and, and to really have strong strong growth and, and just operate well. And so you talk about system and you talk about soul, and those are really two parts of an equation that have to be in sync for a business to be effective and powerful. And on that system side, we talk about structure, we talk about cadence, and we talk about score. And those are three, three of the foundational elements that you get those things working well then you've got a, a really good foundation, a really good basis for how your company's going to operate and how your team knows it's, it's winning or losing. And, and you can really get, uh, get some power behind that. On the soul side, we've got destination, where we're going, why we're going there. That's so important. And we've got ethos, our values, our identity, what makes us special. And then the most important thing that, that all businesses depend on are people and just making sure that we've got the right humans on the team and that they're healthy and growing. And, and we believe that you can have a system uh, and there's so many business operating frameworks that are out there that are really good with structure, really good with system. But if you don't couple that and align that and get it in sync with the soul of your business, there's, there's always going to be something missing. And we believe that's the, that's the missing, missing ingredient that so many of these business frameworks need. And, and so that's why we've developed System and Soul and why it's so powerful. Are you seeing any consistencies across the businesses you work with? What makes a good candidate for System and Soul? Yeah, so I think there's really three that that are that are top of mind. One is a business that's plateaued and they've they've gotten to a certain point and then they've they've kind of been stuck or they've been stagnant over the course of several years and, and they've hit a ceiling and they can't figure out how to break through that ceiling. That's a great uh, great candidate for System and Soul. The second is a company that has grown so fast that it's it feels like it's out of control and so they can't get their arms around the business and and there's just explosive growth that that's all, that's almost running away 
from them. And so to get some measure of control uh, into the business is important and, and System and Soul can definitely help with that. And then the third great place for System and Soul to be effective um, and our journey, and I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about this a little bit later, but our journey with System and Soul and with a client is a is a two-year journey. And so it takes, takes some time to, to do what we're doing and working with our clients. And, and because of that, business owners that are looking to exit in some way, either a generational transfer or to sell it outright to, you know, to, an, to a third-party entity, and they're in a three- to five-year time frame, getting system and soul in place now and starting to think about those systems, starting to think about that soul, what do you want your business to be? Both of those things set your company up for success in in a sell scenario and really can improve improve the value and the multiple that you're going to realize in the marketplace. I'd love to hear more about how S2 is helping grow businesses. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, I think especially as a business grows and business owners start a business, they're involved most of the times in every aspect of the business from sales, marketing, business development to delivery operations, how those products and services they sell get delivered to their customers, and and then the back-end administration efforts around accounting and HR and finance and all of those administrative functions that are necessary to keep businesses going. And, and as a business grows and you add team members in each of those functions and whatever is the right cadence for you as your business experiences that growth, so often the business owner becomes removed from those areas that they were once intimately involved with. And that's where the clarity piece comes in. They lose a line of sight to what's happening with accounting. They lose line of sight to delivery issues. They lose line of sight to, hey, I thought we had a pipeline and our pipeline seems dried up because they're not personally involved in them. And what System and Soul can do from a clarity perspective is just get that line of sight back and get that clarity so that not that they're they're more involved in each of those operations, but they have visibility to know, are they happening effectively? Are they happening as we've designed it? And are they happening in a way that that truly supports both our customers and our employees in the most effective way? And then on the control side, that clarity creates control and creates a measure of, hey, I've got my hands back on the steering wheel. I'm not in a you know Ferrari going around a corner at 100 miles an hour and with no sense of sense of control they they get they get their hands back on the steering wheel but it's scary and then the other thing is is with that clarity and control is so often business owners start up a business and they're having an immense amount of fun because they're they're doing what they love to do and they're doing what they're great at and then as Again, as their business grows, it grows in complexity. Chaos comes along with that complexity, and they spend a lot of their time dealing with issues and, and working with people, and they may not have had a great amount of experience or training working with people and dealing with that chaos and complexity. And so when they work through System and Soul, they're able to start to understand how to lead people and develop people and eliminate and reduce, greatly reduce that chaos and complexity that exists inside their business. What is some of the feedback you're getting from business owners? I'm curious about the changes they're seeing in themselves and their companies. I think one of the, the first things is from a business owner perspective is the 
business owner frequently says, I lo- I'm in love with my business again. So somewhere along the way, they've fallen out of love with their business and the thing that they started and, and their baby, and, and now they've fallen back in love with their business. So I think that's really important that the business owners love what they are doing and love their business again. Don't hate waking up every day dealing with the chaos and complexity. I think that's one thing. I think the other way that a business looks post system and soul is there's clear and meaningful culture. So core values are well-defined, you've got organizational habits that are defined, and you've got real clarity as you're hiring team members. Is this person the right fit for our organization? Are they going to align with our, our culture? And are they going to come in and, you know, we like to say healthy fit, but are they a healthy fit for our organization? And then for team members that you that you have on your team, pre-system and soul, you don't have a lot of clarity around, are they doing a good job? Can't seem to figure out, well, why do I bring people in and six months later they leave? With system and soul, you've got a lot more clarity there. You've got a much higher rate of success with, with new hires and with existing team members. So that's another really key place where you start to see system and soul have a big impact. Okay, so now just go into a little bit about you know, telling me what the S2 process is like. What are the steps? What are the focus areas? Talk us through that. Yeah, we mentioned earlier it's a two-year journey. We typically get started and we really hit it hard. The first 31 days, we have actually three full-day sessions with the business owner, business leader, and their executive team, their key leaders. And so that first day, we really do focus on the system side and get structure in place. So you'll walk out of a a day one session with System and Soul, and you're going to have your org chart clearly defined with each, each leadership team role having their top three to five key responsibilities outlined. You've got a mission for that role defined, and you've got KPIs uh, established for those roles, um, which a lot of organizations don't have that. Um, And you come out with a weekly leadership team uh, sync meeting set up where you meet weekly to ensure that you're on track. And then you're also going to have 30-day objectives. So you get you begin building the muscle of getting those objectives completed and start to inject some accountability and what are the right priorities for the business. You can't work on a hundred things. Let's get focused on, you know, five key things that are going to drive the business forward and you start practicing there. And then we also get a, a scoreboard in place. So that companies start to look at on a weekly basis. How do we know if we're winning or losing? How do we know if we're, we're supporting our customers well? So that's what a day one looks like. And that's a lot, a lot of focused effort. And in, you know, six to eight hours, you can, you can really get a lot of, a lot of definition around some basic systemic and structural foundations that your company needs. And then day 30 and day 31, we come back and this is where we start to address the soul side of the business. And we get really focused on core values. We get really focused on what makes you unique in the marketplace, what makes you special. And we get focused on where you're going, your big, you know, big audacious goals you have out there, seven to 10 year journey. And then we start breaking that down into three year, one year and, um, 90 day bets um, that we start making and we get all of that documented Uh, we have a what we call an s2 roadmap but you'll walk out of that day 30 and 31 with a one-page document that that clearly articulates all of those things for your business and and really keeps your you and your leadership team and your entire organization focused on where you're going why you're going there and what success looks like 
Now, Jonathan, how about an example of a company's experience going through System and Soul and how their pain points were resolved by going through the, the framework? I had a client that was a, a Fortune 500 company, and I started working with their one of their business unit leadership teams, and they were kind of stalled out, weren't making progress. And so we got into a conference room. It was one of those that had a whiteboard and said, okay, let's start listing out your priorities for this year. And they ended up with 173 priorities and, and they couldn't figure out why they weren't making any progress. And so, yes, there's a lot of things to work on in a business. All leadership teams struggle with prioritization and there's a lot to do. And you've got customers adding to the list, you've got team members adding to the list, you've got the macro business environment that may be adding to the list. But at the end of the day, we, we have a finite amount of time and we have a finite amount of focus and we have a finite amount of energy that we can put on this. And the analogy I like to use is you can have the power of the sun, which is you know an amazing amount of energy, an amazing amount of power, but it's diffused over time and space. And it, it really doesn't have as much focus as a laser, which has a much, uh, much lower amount of energy, but can cut through some of the hardest materials on earth because it's focused and, and that focus creates intensity and that focus produces results. And so as we start working with leadership teams and they put those 12 objectives or 12 ideas for, for what they should be working on up there, one, we make sure, hey, does it align with where you're going longer term? And, and then that's sort of our true north and where we should be we focus in terms of prioritization. And then we help lead leadership teams through keep, kill, and combine exercise, where a lot of times those 12 priorities have several that are alike or they're related. And so we'll, we'll roll those up into one. And then as you go through the discussion, you often find that, and especially when you start aligning it to where you're going and your longer term objectives, you'll start to find that some of these issues that come up or obstacles or opportunities that we have aren't priorities that we should be working on right now. And sometimes as we work through those objectives and we do focus on three to five, we find that some of those other ones that didn't make the list, by the time we roll back around in 90 days and go through the exercise again in the next quarterly session, we find that they don't even make the list anymore because working on those most important and the vital few end up solving some of those what I call lower tier objectives that, that may be out there. You mentioned earlier in the show that business owners that want to make an exit or sell their business can benefit from System and Soul. What would you say is the opportunity or value that S2 can bring to those business owners that are looking for an exit? Yeah, so I think one of the key places where, where there's opportunity there, especially on an exit, and it almost doesn't matter if it's a generational transfer of ownership to, you know, to the next generation or you're selling to, a, to an outside entity, but often the business owner is, is also an operator. So we talked about you know, the, the basic functions of, of a business and business development, business delivery, and business administration. And when that business owner is significantly and personally involved in each of those elements of the business, in the eyes of an acquirer, it significantly devalues the business and increases the risk uh, that that acquirer has. Because when that business owner exits the business, if they hold key client relationships or they hold key supplier relationships, those relationships 
that are vital to the future success of the business are dependent on someone that that is exiting the business and so the 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 main way that system and soul can address it is it gets the owner out of the operator role whatever that looks and they begin to put some structure and they begin to put some some robust leadership in place that truly owns those functions in the business so the business can scale and the business can have success outside of the business owner and then I think the second way that it helps the business get ready is, and this is on the soul side, but the focus on purpose, the focus on values and identity and what makes the organization special and the focus on people and developing those people and leaders and leadership development makes that business insanely attractive to a potential acquirer and a potential stakeholder. To me, you know, one of the biggest draws of system and soul is the combination of a focus on people and process. I like how it really takes an honest look at team capabilities and business objectives. We've talked about this before in a lot of our conversations, uh, Andrew, and so, so much of where, where you know, Louderco helps out. And I think consultants in general provide a lot of support and is a term called capacity and capability. And in so many organizations, it's, it's highly dependent on what is that company's leadership team and next level manager's capacity and capability. And so it's, it really is a function of that team and, and how that team is made up. And I think the beautiful thing about system and soul, and, and this goes back to the system side and the structure and framework is if you set, let's say, Q1, you set five objectives. Well, if you miss on four of them, you're going to have a review in 90 days at your next quarterly session. So it's going to be in your face and you're going to see if you have an issue or not. And it automatically becomes, if you're you know, only achieving 20% of your goals that you're setting every 90 days, that's an obstacle or an opportunity, however you want to define that. And then the leadership team gets to work through that. And have a transparent conversation around, hey, do we have a leadership team issue? Do we have an ownership issue? Do we have an accountability issue that needs to be addressed? And do we need to bring in somebody like a louder co to supplement what we're doing? Because our team doesn't have either the capacity or the capability for what we're doing right now. And we can bring in those outside resources to help help accelerate our progress towards those objectives. But I think it's really around awareness. And, and as you're aware of the fact that you have an, an opportunity or an obstacle, you now have a choice. And, and so many times I think businesses aren't aware and, and so they don't have a choice because they don't know. Okay, it's time to enter the lightning round. We're gonna jump into some questions that are a bit more personal. Uh, some might be more business focused, might you know, be a shorter answer, might dig into some others, but uh, you ready to rock? All right, let's do it. So Jonathan, what do you wish you had known when you started your career? If you could go back and tell your younger self something, what would you tell yourself? In one sentence, it's not about me. And I think that that's a, a good lesson that uh, some fortunate few get that earlier than others. And it's taken me a long time to get there. But uh, that, that's, a, that's a game changer when you get to the point where you realize it's not about you. It's a big world out there. Who or what has influenced you the most? What shaped you into the person you are today? 
the older I get and, and theoretically wiser, I think uh, what's shaped me, there's so many different influences from, you know, family to education to experiences. And, and I think that I continue to be shaped by, you know, new experiences, new, new relationships that I develop, and then also new perspective. And I think that this is something new that I'm kind of learning about in the last couple of years. But I, but I think we actually have the ability to reframe our past and, and our past actually changes based on our perspective and new perspective that, that we acquire along the journey. So it's not just one thing. It's a, it's a lot of things. What would you say is something you're learning right now? Are you reading any books? And I mentioned the last couple of years around this journey, just around awareness. So I think that that awareness is probably top of mind. And there's just so many ways you can go deep on that. A couple of books that heavily influenced me over the, you know, in the, in the very recent past. Awareness by Anthony DeMello is a really great and deep book. And then also one of my favorite, I would say, new authors is Benjamin Hardy. And he has a new book out with Dan Sullivan from Strategic Coach called The Gap and the Gain. And, and that's another really great, really great book. All right, Jonathan, what is your beverage of choice? Man, so I think a year ago, it might have been a different answer. But right now, it's uh, Topo Chico and Lime. I hit it hard. Got to stay hydrated. Talk us through any sort of routines you may have for yourself, Jonathan, maybe some hacks that you've developed over time. You know, what does your day-to-day -day look like? From a routine perspective, I'm a pretty big, I think, endurance uh, weekend warrior. So I love, love getting out there and, and doing, doing endurance events. And I've transitioned over the last several months to focusing on triathlon. I've been oddly a nice change of pace from, from a mostly running focus and my body actually feels a lot better and a lot uh, more rested because of the the variety between the swim the bike and the run and i'm not running as much as i was a year ago and my uh my old joints are thanking me for that are you a morning or a night person i don't think i'm either so going back to books i read a book last year called why we sleep and the short story is we all need to get eight hours of sleep. So I'm, I try to be super balanced. I, you know, I think perfect sleep for me is 10, 10 p.m. bedtime and 6 a.m. wake up. And so I don't know if that squarely puts me in, in either category. Uh, that's, where, that's where I'm at. That's, that's my routine. Jonathan, for anybody that would love to get in touch with you to learn more about System and Soul or just sit down and chat with you, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Yeah, so um, best way is email jonathan.king, and Jonathan is spelled J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N. That's jonathan.king at S, the letter S, and the number two, S2Soul, S-O-U-L, dot com. Jonathan, I can't thank you enough for joining me on the show today. I think your insights are brilliant and can truly provide a lot of value to our listeners um, can't thank you enough. Thank you for making the time. I hope to talk to you soon. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks for having me. That's our show for today. We hope you took away something valuable. Be sure to visit Louderco at louderco.com for more. Thank you again and stay tuned for more from Dallas-based innovators.